Welcome to the Karate Kid Minute. I'm Matt. I'm Robin. And we're here to talk about Cobra Kai Season 3, Episode 4. The Right Path. Mm. Use the right path, baby. (laughs) What's this reference? Is it a reference to anything? Uh, You know what? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, they say the right and the wrong path in this episode. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel like a callback, I don't think. Uh, what's the description of this one? Following an important meeting in Japan, Daniel revisits Mr. Miyagi's hometown on Okinawa. <laughs> Which is a weird, weird way to phrase that. I mean, on the island of Okinawa? Uh, mm-hmm. And then it says, Johnny attempts to reconnect with Robbie. Hmm. All right. Well, once again, we're going to break it down by storyline here. Yeah. We're going fo- to follow Daniel first, or do you want to save him for the end? Uh, yeah, let's save him for the end. Sure. Okay. That's we'll the real good with... stuff. That's the stuff I was like, yes, please yeah. go back to that. We'll start off then <laughs> with like John- <laughs> with Johnny and Miguel and Robbie. Yeah. Um, kind of squish all those together. Yeah. So uh, it starts off with Miguel in his hospital room with the nurse. Um, yeah, he's looking at the Cobra Kai Instagram, and I wasn't sure if he was like, was he rolling his eyes or was he like really sad like he was it. missing it? I think he's rolling his eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came off as rolling his eyes to me. Yeah. So I guess because he knows it's all Crease. Yeah. And he's not a fan of Crease. Yeah. He is pretty awful. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Miguel talks to the nurse and asks her, what if the surgery doesn't work? And the nurse is like, don't think like that. You want some chocolate cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that always shuts kids up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miguel's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, sounds great. Thanks. Um, and then uh, later on, we've got Johnny, the nurse in the hospital lobby. I can't remember what happens there. Well, he asked how the surgery went. So I'm like, oh, the surgery already happened. <laughs> right. Mm. Okay. And then he's like, can he walk again? Which I thought was really funny. <laughs> so we're all just waiting for it. Come on. Just get up, Miguel. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I was saying on Tuesday's show, what happened? What? How hurt is he? What? I mean, is it a slip disc where you just kind of push it back in place and all of a sudden <laughs> his back's working again? Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. get no no details medically and i'm sure if like i was like in the medical profession this might, this might, this might like drive me absolutely crazy but i mean you know the end point is we want we want miguel to get up and we want miguel to get back to karate and all that we want to see what happens if he, is he going to be tempted to the dark side by crease is he going to go to go see daniel is he going to just form his own thing with johnny who knows but we got to i guess get through him getting up out of that bed and walking again. And unfortunately we don't, I mean, honestly, the, the way they end season two, he's messed up mm-hmm. real bad. <laughs> yep. And, uh, then we're like, it's like what, three weeks later when season three starts mm-hmm. and, and now it's Miguel's in the hospital bed. The surgery's done. And did they work on his back? If they did, why is he on his back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're yeah. just not good at writing medical jargon. They're like, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
The leg uh, bone's connected to my wrist. Watch. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, I guess Johnny declines to go in and, and see Miguel, even though he went and prayed with Carmen and Rosa. I guess they didn't pray over Miguel. Or yeah. maybe Miguel wasn't conscious. I don't know. He's not ready to see Miguel yet, I guess. No. Um, but so he goes and tries to make up with Robbie. And Robbie is at a community center doing uh, like food food bank kind of hey he's doing community uh, service yeah basically he's which i again serving like, up slop it's another kind of yada yada thing because like johnny's like oh it's good you're doing community service you can get out early you know mm-hmm. and i'm like okay this is this is yada yada robbie out of juvie you know he's going to serve his time <laughs> and get him out of that we're going to get him out of there and then we're going to say is he going to be uh tempted by crease is he going to stick with daniel is he going to go to johnny what's going to happen you know while these while Miguel and Robbie are in holding patterns, um, where you know their story is kind of on a standstill, and and it's so weird because you know, like I said at the beginning of the season, I was like, what are they going to do? Like they're going to give a whole bunch of new characters at the community, you know, the juvenile in juvie for him to be friends with, to run up against, and I guess they gave us Sean, who is mm-hmm. the worst, but you know, <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, episode after episode, Robbie dodging Sean, Robbie finally beating Sean, Robbie. I, we'll see what happens, but it, does, it it seems like they're giving both of these characters like a, a way to get them out of this holding pattern that season two threw them into. Yeah. Uh, but but it's good because now we're like, oh, well, that's fine. And, and I think you even said like this is more of a Daniel and Johnny uh, season than it is the kids. So yeah, the kids really take a back seat. Yeah, so that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I, I you know because because uh, I'm uh, a person that watched the movies when I was a kid, and I want to see Johnny and Daniel most of all, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And what about homeless Lynn? You want to see a homeless Lynn? <laughs> oh God! Will someone give her a shower? I mean, she is the dirtiest. Like everybody else, seems to be just like normal. Amounts of, you know, they haven't showered in a couple of days, but homeless Lynn looks like she like rolled into a mud pit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a homeless person from behind the, the diner in Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just going to say that. I was gonna say, <laughs> she looks like she just came out of from behind Winkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the scary one of the scariest movies in movies ever scary scariest moments scariest movies and moments ever you're right <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yes yeah she's screaming at a goldilocks and says that he's flirting with her i thought she was hitting on him at first but now she just wanted his food i guess <laughs> yep well that's how you get you get your food you you know you gotta, you gotta work it <laughs> <laughs> um but he ends so yeah johnny ends up ruining things with Robbie again here. Yep. Robbie makes him, really... makes him spill the food. Well, does he? I mean, he just tries to kind of put his hand on him, and then all of a sudden Robbie just flips right out and knocks over his entire pot of soup. Yeah. Uh, which uh, brings a lot of glee to Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean's very happy. Uh, later on, Johnny's at a bar, as as is his thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, 
Everybody's the, got banquets. Everybody's got those stocked up for Johnny when he drops by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kreese comes by and uh, what's he try to try to coax him back to Cobra Kai again? Pretty much. Yeah. This was a tense scene, though, because I like the whole they set the timer. You know, the cop shows up, wants his kitchen chicken sandwich and says, oh, it'll be three minutes. And Johnny's like, you got three minutes. And yeah. I, I, I watched the timer. It's two minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's trying to get Johnny. He's like, woo him back, like saying he's, you know, it, he's he's like this best student, but he's here for his own good and you led the kids down the wrong path and I had to step in, but you got to come home um, and uh, learn the way of the fist again. And, and then he's talking about helping Miguel too, which is made, made me think like, Oh God, he's going to try to woo Miguel to the dark side. <laughs> I'm really glad that Johnny's having none of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny kind of going along with a lot of the stuff in the beginnings of season two was, I mean, they played with it a little bit, you know, that they made us like, oh, well, you know, maybe Crease is just this old guy who's messed up in his mm-hmm. life, you know, and I mean, he might still, but he's definitely becoming more evil <laughs> during the season. I don't know. Um, and then uh, so after that, nothing happens. He doesn't go back to Cobra Guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Uh, he uh, goes back to the hospital and he goes to talk to uh, Miguel for, you know, tries to talk to him for real this time, you know. <laughs> Quiet! Not, not yeah. <laughs> goes back into sensei mode. Mm-hmm. And that's what Miguel needed, I guess. Yep. Uh, and then he just immediately undoes this, undoes the surgery <laughs> by falling on the ground. I know, exactly. Like, I, again, I guess we don't need to hear about what the surgery entailed, how sensitive is his, like, uh, he, he literally makes him fall out of the bed. Like mm-hmm. you can't just say, get up and walk to somebody who's stuck in like a, a, a hospital bed or a wheelchair or anything like that. You can't just do that. It's kind of funny how, how Johnny thinks that works. Like if you just have enough <laughs> determination, you can overcome your, your in- injury, your spinal injury. Yeah. So. I understand. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I go along with the quote, with the, uh, you know, he's like, you got to get out of the bed and do something. You, the world's not going to hand it to you. You got to, you, you want it. You're going to have to crawl across the floor. And, uh, and, but I, that shouldn't be taken literally. Like he should be working <laughs> with physical therapy and really, you know, doing his best to get his act together or, or just accept, you know, there, accept the condition that he's in, you know, and, and this is kind of, I don't know. Is it bordering on ableist? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But either way, I'm I'm happy to see them together again. Yes, for sure. We just see the sensei student dynamic in Miguel getting into that. Yeah, like that Miguel kind of snaps into like, yes, sensei. Like (laughs) it's old Miguel again almost, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then back in Juvie, Robbie gets a visitor. (laughs) Yeah, before that, uh, Robbie finds, like, Sean, like, it's like, your girl left, your dad hates you, you got nothing. And then you see on his bed, he's got a bunch of shredded papers. Oh, it was that Lord of the Flies book. That's what it got shredded. I was like, what the heck did he rip up? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, must, be, must be that. That's the only thing I can think of. 
So, yeah, when they say he's got a visitor, I'm like, oh, good. And I'm like, wait a second. Shouldn't it be two visitors if Johnny can't show up without Bobby? But then we see Crease and it's like, <laughs> red alert, red alert. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he literally says, hello, son. Yeah. He's not your son. Go away, Crease. Yeah. I don't want to see Robbie go down that ho- that that road. Nope. Nope. But um, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting. You know, I'd like it to. I don't know. He seems to. He, I was to say he seems to like of a, a moral kid, but he's gone. He's had his, you know, immoral days and he's got a hot head. So I can see him getting guided by Crease down the wrong path. I don't know. I just after everything that Daniel taught him, I know he hates Daniel right now, but still like there was so much of him going and learning balance and all that stuff. I guess, I guess Daniel did relapse and, uh, or not relapse, but fall for it and cried kid three as well. But Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, and it, you know, I don't know how much they want to study this, but that something caused Robbie to get up and kick Miguel over that, you know, that stairway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's rage. That's, that's Johnny's genes. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's the murder gene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so we'll see what happens. And then we've got Miyagi-Do versus Cobra Kai here. Uh, all yeah, the, a whole bunch of episode. Um, You got anything you want to bring up here? Well, the first one, the first scene is the Cobra Kai in Cobra Kai where, I mean, I saw this coming a mile away where he sets the plant. I think it was it a bonsai tree. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're like they're trying to take like giant flips at it and trying to hit it. And ca- and of course, Hawk just kicks the log and knocks it over. Shortcuts. Yeah. And you were wondering about names for people. We start getting names in this episode for these guys. Nice. Uh, this this kid that says he cheated, his name is Rickenberger. <laughs> uh, we've heard uh, we we've heard people call this other kid Red, who I I think he rips his pants trying to <laughs> get that. Yeah. But we find out later his 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 name is Caldwell, at least his last name. Mm. And then the kid with the braids, his name is Johnson. So. Mm. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, because Johnson Johnson's been there since day one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think Rickenberger is probably the newest. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him. Yeah. Uh, we get this whole lesson about you know you gotta you gotta keep your mind you gotta fight smart you gotta keep your mind agile. Mm-hmm. And like through through this entire episode, I was like, where's Tori? Like, didn't she just come back? Or right. Where'd she go? Yeah, she's got all those jobs to work. <laughs> I guess. But, well, I guess she's not going to show up on any of the school stuff, but yeah, they didn't want to pay her for this episode. <laughs> Maybe. Speaking of school stuff, um, we get some Dimitri and Yasmin scenes. Yeah, they're lab partners now. <laughs> yeah. And Dimitri's much more popular than Yasmin now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I like this switch in their dynamic. Yeah, but kind of gross that Dimitri's like, we should meet in the middle like a sexual Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't be gross. Don't be gross. <laughs> uh, then it gets smashed by the soccer ball. Yeah, his, uh, what was it? Was it a volcano? Was it a 
It was the Lego, right? Yeah, it was a Lego, some sort of primitive thing. And I, how the ash, it, I, it just, it, as the soccer ball hits it, he's talking about how like an asteroid comes. and Right. Yeah. And he says it took him how many weeks? Three weeks. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh, I would have been devastated. <laughs> he looks pretty devastated. I, I don't know. If I spent that much time on that project, I would have been like, it, 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 bring it bring it to a safe place and leave it there. Not, I'm not going to bring it into the lunchroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this just continues Dimitri and Hawk being at each other's throats. And yep. it's just sad. They used to be friends. Well, Hawk is a, I mean, you know, as awful as Dimitri can be, I just think Hawk is so much worse. <laughs> I just cannot ever. Uh, Dimitri keeps falling back on the same material, though. That's getting kind of like old. Mm. About how he peed, peed the bed and yada, yada, yada. Mm. Um, well, uh, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, it goes on with Blatt jumping in and breaking everything up. And yeah. uh, I just thought it was fun that. Uh, Hawk is Hawk being Eli for so many years is like pulling out Eli to mm-hmm. to fool Counselor Blatt. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> ignore the big uh, evil haircut I have. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to save space. <laughs> yeah. She triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, so they have the idea to uh take take the battle to soccer practice like like nobody's <laughs> gonna notice somehow <laughs> this scene was so so much fun first off i mean they start with the the familiar cheers from west valley mm-hmm. uh, go fight win west valley <laughs> fight win i don't know um i was like ellie is Allie out there um <laughs> but then like some of these hits are so brutal <laughs> But uh, they made me laugh out loud, some of them. <laughs> I mean, when Sam, like, the, the the pinnacle of it is right at the end where Sam just, just literally does a flying kick at some guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and you, they go to the coach, and she's just losing her mind. Like, what is going on? How did they think they were going to get away with this? <laughs> uh, and it looks like Moon is uh, back with guys again. <laughs> yeah, I guess some she's bisexual. Back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Dimitri telling Hawk he ruined things. She she really loved him, and he's a loser. He turned into a loser. Mm-hmm. And then he sweeps the leg. That looks like it hurt. Yeah. Yep. So they all have to go to the office. <laughs> but it was good to see soccer back in uh, Karate Kid <laughs> land again. <laughs> soccer is such a huge part of Karate Kid. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so we're at Blatt's office. And uh, we get a callback. Sam Sam does a callback. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> the school sucks. Sucks. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, Dimitri's like, I don't really know her very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, they've they've been warned a few times at this point. You'd think they'd get suspended again or expelled even. I know. <laughs> Uh, and also, like, what what are you doing, Sam? Like, is this really what Daniel would uh, like? We're gonna get some payback. <laughs> yeah, this sounds very Cobra Kai esque. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cobra Kai is being the ones being picked on here. <laughs> <laughs> like, you almost feel bad, but they're like Hawk is such like a 
amazing asshole. Like, <laughs> just, I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it for them. Do you want to get to the the meat uh, of the episode? We're, we're good. All right. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to talk about Daniel. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so excited. All right. Here we go. Okay. Kampai. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. You take it away. What are your thoughts on Daniel's arc here? All right. Well, all right. So I expected, you know, he gave such a great scene about a great speech in the last episode about how, uh, what cars mean to him. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I expect, you know, I was like, I I expected maybe after him doing the same exact speech (laughs) to Doyona (laughs) that like, there'd just be like, throwing all the contracts at him like yes please sign us all up you know you're the best <laughs> yeah you're okay Lurusso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah they're just avoiding negative pr and they don't want anything to do with larusso anymore yeah it didn't go as planned yeah and then he then he talks to amanda uh doing a video chat and i gotta tell you they never get it right on tv shows and on movies like mm-hmm. Creating a, a, a GUI that that makes it look like the person holding the phone and acting on the screen is actually having that conversation that's happening on the phone. Like uh-huh. it's always filmed before and then inserted in. <laughs> so it looks really kind of off. <laughs> right. But whatever. He <laughs> promises Amanda that he's going to come home with a yes. And uh like I was, he, he's like, "What the hell am I gonna do?" I was like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do?" And I was like, "Well, Okinawa is gonna feature somehow in this, mm-hmm. so what?" I was like, "Is Sato gonna help? Is <laughs> like, is is uh, is Kumiko gonna help? Like, what? How is that? Like, do they have?" I was trying to. Sato was he into like car manufacturing? No, he was into real estate. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That didn't make any like what? What's happening? Is Daniel gonna go through a, a complete career change? But no, it seems like he's like he's looking through photos uh, on his phone, and of course, the, of course, gets into a conversation with a stranger about Mr. Miyagi and all the all how, how important he was to. <laughs> Just it, he always talks to random people who give him the exact advice he needs, and <laughs> yeah. like it's not just a Mr. Miyagi thing. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, I mean, it's cool. I mean, he talks. The, the guy talks about you know, it's an American way of thinking uh, that you've just kind of like lost the person mm. that you can always visit them, um, it, you know, in your memories or whatever. And then Daniel sees a travel commercial for Okinawa, and so it's just so funny because I'm like, all right, so he needs to save his business, but it sounds like he's going on a inspirational journey for himself. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like dad's going to Okinawa now. <laughs> find balance, Robin. <laughs> I, I guess so, but you know, how's that? Ba- like, what? What's he? Need? He needs to it'll, see. It'll help it's, him do a better speech. I guess, yeah. Like, what, is he just going to walk back in after talking, having tea with Kumiko, and you know, hearing these? Uh, well, we'll get into it, but and, and then just is able to deliver the speech better. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking, but he seems to be happy. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I'm kind of happy too. I'm like, cool. Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's not all he wanted it to be when he gets back to Okinawa. It seems like it's his first time back there since the second movie. He's never been right. back, but 
it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, they really set us up. They they do the flashbacks. We see the village, and we hear how it's the town that time forgot. Mm. And then we get to see the Tomi village green and Daniel's heart breaks. My heart breaks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was sad to see that. It's wasn't just exactly, all developed. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I just wasn't very happy with it. I was like, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, go to locations. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I didn't they shoot this in Okinawa? Yes. Yeah. Well, in Japan. I don't know about Okinawa, Japan. but yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, they must have. I, th- I think they did. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, and then I, I love that he talks to random lady mm-hmm. <laughs> who fills him in on what happened to Tom. I, I'm assuming she's like. She looks like a tourist information think, desk, maybe? Yeah, like an information desk. Yeah. Yeah. But we find out the crops started to die and Sato turned to new economy, which is retail. And now Tomi Village is saved. And all the villagers were happy about it. Yeah. They got jobs. Uh, they have modern homes now. They're not living in, you know, the traditional Japanese homes or, you know, the village homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Sad. But, uh, yeah, Daniel's very much like, it's not how I remember. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we had this joke about Subway is now Jersey Mike's. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's there's still something there that he remembers. And it's, like, amazingly, <laughs> Kumiko's right there. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, as soon as I heard the music. I wasn't, I'm not sure if that's the same music for the, for the, the, the bone dance, the obon dance, I think it is. Mm. Uh, but as soon as I started hearing the music, I was like, oh my God, we're going to see Kumiko dancing. And unfortunately the stupid trailer spoiled for me that Kumiko is going to be there and mm. chosen eventually, you know, but, um, but so I tried to stay like pumped and I will say like, we go on to, um, this next scene where, Kumiko and Daniel are at this outdoor tea place. And before Cobra Kai season three was released on Netflix, they released some scenes to kind of tease it. And yeah. this was one of them. And I intentionally didn't watch it. I was like, <laughs> no, I want to watch it in context with the show. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause they, they did this thing. I, I, you know, again, I didn't watch the scene, but I did see an article like, Kumiko is going to resurrect Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> what? Headline. I was like, come on. That, they're obviously not. They're taking what she's saying. But even then I was like, oh, don't spoil it. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> yeah. Just let me watch the show. So what do you think seeing these two together again? Oh, so happy. I mean, Kumiko looks so different now, but you know, um, she, she doesn't look like an eternal, like 16 year old, like, uh, Ralph Macchio does, but uh, you know, I, I, I still think she's beautiful and it was so good to hear her. Like, you know, Kumiko got her dream. She went and traveled with the dance company, you know, and, yep. and then we get a nice, uh, next karate kid reference. Did you, did you catch that one? No. What? <laughs> she says she went to London and Daniel's like, well, for the tea. And she's like, no, I saw cranberries open for Radiohead. And then she mentions the songs that the cranberries did. And one of them is, she mentions his dreams, which is the song. From the next Karate Kid. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> That's the song the monks dance to. 
Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and that's the other thing. She, you know, Daniel's surprised she's not with somebody. And right, yeah, she pulled a Yukie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, but, like, she didn't, like, he didn't, like, run out of town and was run or was run out of town. He left the town as a hero. And the fact that she's like, yeah, my last boyfriend like fought to the death for me. Who's going to compare? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but she doesn't act like she was waiting for Daniel to come back for her or anything. No, I don't think so. She just wasn't interested in boys after that. I don't know. <laughs> or, you know, she tried, but just never was never ignited the passion that she had the glory of love, so to speak. Mm-hmm. uh i was a little worried you know they they were kind of googling google eyeing each other a little bit but not too much not too much Mm -hmm. Um, so i'm glad i'm glad that daniel would would never cheat on his wife no no No. but will he tell her about this encounter i don't know (laughs) yeah i was in japan and i did a couple things and uh i got the company back (laughs) (laughs) no need to fill in the blanks yeah uh, uh, Daniel says something here also that is interesting. He says that he is now as old as Mr. Miyagi was when Mr. Miyagi was training him. Yeah. And, uh, that mathematically doesn't make any sense to me because <laughs> I went through this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now we found out in episode two that it's 2018 because it was Tuesday. It was, it was like Friday, September 11th and September 11th is only Friday on in two, 2018. So, uh, okay. So in 1984, Daniel turned 16. So that means in 2018, he's 50. Mm-hmm. Or if you're saying it's 2020, he's 52, whatever. Mr. Miyagi was born in 1925, which makes him 59 in 1984. Oh, now, now, and Pat Morita was 52 in 1984, and Ralph Macchio was 59 this year. So they're, they're playing around with the same ages. You know, the actors, unfortunately, are not the same age as the characters, but, uh, yeah. I, you know, they're trying to trying to play with that a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think they're playing along with the, tri- the the actual trivia that, like, oh, my God, you know, Ralph Macchio is as old as, uh, as, as, Mr. Mi- as Pat Morita was when <laughs> – so – yeah, it's roughly the same age. Whatever. <laughs> it's around there. <laughs> I'm an old guy. <laughs> I just realized I'm old. Um, <laughs> but they end up going to UKAs and yeah. read some letters, and that's a wonderful scene. Wonderful. I got to tell you, we just got a puppy, mm-hmm. and the first time I watched the scene, it was just like, like they're talking to each other, and from the other side of the room – my wife's like, Phoebe, no, Phoebe, no, 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 put that <laughs> down. Put that. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like had to pause it and be like, are you done? Are you done? Is the dog? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, today when I took my notes, I got to the scene and you know, there was all sorts of family activity going on around me. And I'm like, listen, I'm just gonna, I just need a moment to watch this scene and take notes on it and really take it in. And, uh, so I, I luckily I got to do that the second time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Stupid families always get in the way of media. Jeez. Consuming media. I just want to, I just want to do dumb stuff and everybody <laughs> wants real life in my face. Um, 
That's why I didn't have any kids. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> uh, um, don't get animals either. Don't. <laughs> I have cats. They, uh, they like to push food onto the floor. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, we, we hear, I mean, she, I mean, I guess she kind of does resurrect Mr. Miyagi by when she's reading, like he inhabits her body and speaks in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like that when she is reading his letter she didn't immediately take on the broken English, Mr. Miyagi. She's mm-hmm. using full sentences, you know, reading it as she is translating t- from Japanese, which would be full sentences, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so I was happy about that. But I was hearing uh, Miyagi talk. It just sounded like Mr. Miyagi. I don't know. <laughs> Making jokes and stuff. Yeah. But I also was like really captivated by... Um, the performance of uh, the woman whose name slipped my he- mind, who plays Tamlin Kimiko. Tamlin Tamita. Tamlin Tamita, yes. I was, like, she, I, I honestly, uh, I, I golf clap. <laughs> like, please give her, like, a an Emmy for special guest star or something like that, because I thought she did a great job uh, in this scene. Um, mm. Really emotional. Yeah. Really, really taking me back to the original character as well as, you know, making, you know, making the emotion work in the scene. Yeah, there's the scene was very nice, but then it kept screeching to a halt every time Daniel was like, what does that word mean? Or what does that mean? And I'm like, why don't you know this? You know this. You were best friends with the Japanese man for decades. Come on. <laughs> you didn't learn anything. He's like, for I the people at home. For the people I know home. more than you, Daniel. Come on. <laughs> um anyways it was nice and ralph played it well yeah his his best bit of acting here probably in the series i mean it's emotional i mean and of course i'm sure whenever they go back to any sort of uh discussion about miyagi um i'm sure it takes ralph back to working with that marita yeah so it, it it definitely helps yeah you can probably think about pat and well up the the tears yeah um so, yeah, the first letter is just saying Miyagi loved Yukie since he was little and they got to fall in love twice in one lifetime. But then the second letter, like, it, it adds even more emotion when Daniel realizes that he sent it the week that he died. So he sent out one more letter to Yukie before passing off, passing away. Yeah. And the letter... This is the last thing that Miyagi ever... Last bit of wisdom that Miyagi can impart to him. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's indirectly... Indirectly, yeah. And the the way he talks about Daniel, um, and uh, and how proud he is, and it says he's still got a hard head, which is I thought that was great. Um, and then just saying how he never thought he'd have a family again, but Daniel um, has welcomed him in, and then passed on his teachings to his daughter, and and then Samantha makes me feel like I'm I'm her grandfather. I um, I just I was like, oh my god! <laughs> second time, the second time, first time yeah. I was very annoyed. <laughs> but then he starts saying like, it's it's people, not the signs, that guide us back to the right path. And then he says, I heard that in a car commercial. So <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a very Miyagi thing to say, you know. You like yeah. this belt, you know, J.C. Penny. Yeah, well, I was when he said car commercial, 
I, I was like, is that a LaRusso car commercial? <laughs> uh, probably not. But Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like trying to see what that's all about. And then he signs it, Nariyoshi Miyagi, which that's is his, his name. Real, it's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> that's no his question. name. Wear it out. <laughs> it's his name in Karate Kid Part 2 and Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, just the, they think he, you know, he thanks her and she thanks him and it's so emotional. And uh, yeah. And then we get another fake out. <laughs> what do you mean? At the bar. Oh, the ice rack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Here we go. <laughs> they've, they've, uh, they've teased him cutting or, uh, chopping the ice, uh, twice oh, now. Yeah, that's right. That's twice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Kumiko talks about, uh, putting good out in the world. Yuki, Aunt Yukie says put out good in the world and good will come back. So, um, uh, I, I, yeah, I wonder what good Daniel's going to try putting out in the world, if that's going to have anything to do with it. Or is it good he's already put out in the world? Who Maybe. Knows? Maybe he's, you know, you're due for some sort of he's, uh, karma payback yeah. or something. <laughs> he's due for, He's due for a bit of good luck or, yeah, kar- yeah karmic mm-hmm. good luck coming around. She's like, I know things are unfinished with your business, but it'll work out. And then they touch hands. When they grab their drinks, oh, that's awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I, from the background, you hear, "Did someone say unfinished business?" <laughs> <laughs> no, the <but> Danielson. <laughs> Did someone say karma? <laughs> and oh my god, I am so pumped to watch the next episode. When are you doing that tomorrow? Uh, yeah, probably tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, because I got to wait for my wife. Right. And then I'll have to watch it again. And I'll be able to hear the whole thing. So, yeah, so. <laughs> your wife a, a talker? No, no, I'm actually more of the talker. But it's, yeah. I'm talking about like the dog and the kids running in and out. Okay. It's tough well, being old. <laughs> what did you think about this episode? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. You know, thinking about it too hard uh, makes makes it go down a little bit because I'm just like, well, he just seems to be taking a. Uh, a trip for himself, you know, but I guess if it does end up saving the business, which undoubtedly it will, I mean, it's Danny LaRusso and he's, he's the hero. He's not the bully. Um, it's going to work out, but you know, also, you know, fun times with, uh, Miyagi Do versus Cobra Kai. <laughs> I thought that was a lot of that soccer game was a lot of fun. And, it was. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Any Can't predictions? Wait. What's how's it called? The, how's the chosen thing going to go down? Oh, uh, well, I'd like to see one more fight. I would love to see it. I don't know if it's going to happen there in the bar with Daniel in his suit. Hmm. Uh, but I think chosen, I don't, I don't understand how chosen is going to help here, but I feel like he's going to help somehow, but hmm. I don't know how. I mean, he lost his honor and Sato disowned him. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's that got to send him. I mean, is he, is he like the boss of some sort of evil, like Yakuza or some crazy thing like that? Or like, did he hit rock bottom and have to, uh, you know, make his own honor and, and pull himself back up and, uh, you know, learned humility and uh, who knows? I, I, 
really excited to find out what happened with Chosen. I, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been so excited about finding out what's been going on with the character. Uh, yes. But, I mean, they really leave it up in the air about, of all the characters, you re- they really leave it up in the air, like, what happened to this character? Like, you, mm-hmm. this character just ends at the end of Karate Kid Part 2. He's beaten. Yep. And that's it. I mean, it's like it could be another Johnny situation, you know. Hmm. He's been harboring a grudge for thirty some years. Yeah, uh, he could be, or he could be, he could have completely redeemed himself. It could be another. It could be like a, like a shadow version of jo- of Johnny, you know, where, and <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean like darker. It, it went worse for Chosen. It could have gone better. Who knows? But the character was so evil in Karate Kid too. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how we're going to get, we're going to see how his uh, redemption goes. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Whew. Well, yeah, you will, you'll find out soon. <laughs> I'm excited for you to find out. Psyched. Um, all right. So thanks for joining us, everyone. How can people get in touch with us? KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Uh, go to Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Karate Kid Minute. You'll find us. Uh, also, go on to Apple Podcasts. Please rate, review, uh, and subscribe. You don't, you don't have to subscribe. Just rate and like. Send us a nice word. You can even email us a nice word. That would be that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Just let us know you're listening. Um, yeah. That's Is it. anybody out there? Hello. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> uh, all right, and uh, we'll see you next week. And until next time, insult my honor again, and I kill you.